0: Welcome to Inside the Content Studio. My name is Jim Pureleaf. This is our second episode ever, our, a little bit ch- shorter, a little bit tighter than uh, the first, our premiere episode with the VP of Buzz Tank, Chid Spin. It, he was a delightful guest, a a true master of his craft. This one is a little bit tighter. We unfortunately did not win, um, So, th- but thank you to everyone that... That reached out and, and voted and, and, and voted for inside the content studio, which you kind of done it a couple more times, but you know it's it is I, I lost to two great men in Max and Andrew's Untitled Music Podcast, not even a title, not not even a title, and and then they were able to come away with a victory. So pretty impressive. It was a close close battle. Uh I know that there were some votes that were maybe not counted, maybe counted twice. I don't know. I've heard a lot of rumblings in the uh in the buzz tank universe, but here we are. we're in Redemption House and we're pressing onward. You will be able to i I do plan on doing more of these as soon as I'm able to book any guests. uh no one really seems to. Know who I am and doesn't respond to any of my queries to to be a guest. So working on that, working on get you know just getting the Pure Leaf name out there. I am unfortunate. It's unfortunate because when you when you hear the name Pure Leaf, you do think of the popular iced tea brand, and I am in no way affiliated with that. No, I'm a, I'm a Lipton man through and through. I don't drink Pure Leaf, I didn't even know it existed until I tried to register the domain of pureleaf.com, and it of course was taken, cost a hefty sum to try to, to try to purchase that, a sum which I do not have, I'm paying far too much money in protection money to our uh, glorious VP, Chid Spin, just, uh, an, again, a master of his craft, and really helped get all the votes that we did get in the in the polls so thank you again mr vice president um but yes uh iced tea I, I you know lipton is 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 the way to go in the pure leaf household as confusing as that sentence might sound to to an outsider that is that is what i think it was unfortunate um it, it's going to be an uphill battle for me to try to, to try to get not only my name out there but to be uh, the pure leaf that you think of first as opposed to the iced tea because that you know, It's everywhere. It's in every I mean, I I can't be everywhere But yet that is everywhere that's in most convenience most 7 I mean, it, I see it no matter where I go and so I just cannot get that kind of exposure that the pure leaf iced tea gets so that it will you, you'll be looking out for me I'll be popping up in Places you might see the the iced tea just to give you a little bit of contrast, be like, hey, that's pure leaf, but I'm also pure leaf as well, and I think I'm better. So, just do what you will with that. I'll, I'll if you see me, just give me a, a friendly wave, and and yes, and or maybe not. It doesn't have to be friendly. I mean, a, a wave is inherently friendly. I, I don't know any you know, angry waves, that would be insane just for someone to give you an angry wave. What would that even look like? I just I I'm imagining it just waving faster. I don't know. I'm like angrier. Maybe it's probably all in, in it's probably all in the in the face expression. Like waving and you're happy and smiling, that's normal. Waving and you're frowning or have a scowl, then I'm asking questions. I don't know what to make of that. I'm confused and probably will exit that establishment that you are in. So that uh you know what we're doing here today is we're kind of just taking an inside inside the content studio. We're taking a look at the show what maybe went wrong with our episode. Why didn't we win? What could we have done? What could I have done better? Specifically, could I have asked better questions? Um could I have um you know, dug dug a little deeper on the Will Smith topic or on the uh, Cy Fieri partnership. You know, who knows? Who knows what I could have done? I could have worded something a little bit differently, or just you know, giving it a little bit more flavor. I don't know. I, I you know, it's it, it's a mystery to me. Um, I feel like it went perfectly. I got off the. I, I put down the mic. Put down my headphones. Took off my headphones. I should say. I'm not putting down. My headphones—they're in my ear, so you, you know, t- definitely taking them off. And I thought it went really well. Um it, 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 it was funny, it was informative, it was educational. I don't know what else I, you know, I I could have I could have done to to edge out Max and Andrew. I think it was just because they're two titans of the Buzz Tank, Buzzcast, Bug Main universe. I mean, just it, it was like the. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers going up against, um, I don't know, like the uh, the Moraine Valley Cyclones, which is a community college basketball team in my area uh, that, uh, yes, yeah, so and the, they're not very good. As you can imagine, no one has ever heard of them except people that are in my area that are listening to this. And to them, I salute you. But that was what it was like. It was, I'm the Cyclones in this analogy and Max and Andrew are the, los angeles lakers with um the most recent championship so that that is how i was going into it as a little um underdog and now that's an interesting word too underdog is that does that only come from the cartoon there was a cartoon underdog is that where that comes from because he was pretty cool and like he i probably favored in a lot of his bouts so I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't make much sense to me. Someone um, DM me the the etymology of underdog, because I'm interested to that. I want to make sure I'm doing this right. You know, I don't want to lose points here because I'm getting people voting in. Hey, he, he didn't say the word underdog correctly. He used it in the wrong context. Let's boo this man and not vote for him. I, I please. I do not. I do not want that. That would be the last thing an old Jim Pureleaf would want. But yeah, so basketball is a pretty good analogy to de- um, to describe the, the the bout between myself and Max and Andrew. And hats off again to them! What a truly remarkable podcast that they put forth. I hope that they continue and I hope they advance throughout the throughout the tournament. I hope everyone does well. Of course, you know there has to be one winner per per matchup, so I can't wish everyone wins. But you know, you know what I mean. It's I, I hope everyone does well and has fun. It's been quite a ride doing it, and I'm just—I, old Jim Pureleaf—is very grateful to to be included and to be to to have a voice in this universe because it's it's something that's lost. I feel a a one-on-one intimate interview podcast is something that may be missing in in the podcast uh, realm, so to speak. So. That is what I intend to give. I will be booking guests. I will be talking to all your favorites in the community. So look out for a DM or or something so to to, to schedule a record because that is what I will be doing. I didn't have enough time. I only had a 10-minute Redemption House episode. I didn't feel like it was fair to to condense an interview and to just be really rushed through it. I want to give our guests the proper time. So I felt it was better for me to just ramble about nothing for for about ten minutes. and I think I've done just that. So well, about like nine minutes now, but'm I'm I'm I'm, wrap, I'm I'm winding down here. I'm really running out of steam. So we're gonna wrap this up. and again, I, I don't anticipate I don't expect you to vote for this one, but just keep on the lookout for more inside the content studios. When it does come, please listen, subscribe. Um, you should also follow and like Riegs815's tweets. He's a close friend. He works very closely on this show. He's the executive producer status. So he is, he's great. So be sure to follow him and watch out for his announcements on this. And, yes, this has been a, a pleasure. Thank you again for everybody that voted and tuned in. This has been Inside the Content Studio. My name is Jim Piorleif. We'll see you next time.
1: Alright, I need to address the elephant in the room right at the very beginning here. A few weeks ago, you, the listener, quote-unquote, decided to vote for the conceptual masterpiece rock and roll library instead of the third one-joke riff on an already existing property, Doughboy's Butt for Michigan, in the big butts Cast paws cats contest. You betrayed us just when we needed you the most. Will we forgive your trespasses against us? Yes, perhaps someday we will. Will we ever forget it? Not on your life. <coughs> the listeners must be punished, but for their own good. When a mother shouts at the baby before they touch the hot stove, the baby's feelings are hurt, but their hands are not burned. When Dope Boys but From Michigan releases a podcast episode with bad audio quality, the listener realizes what they let slip through their fingers in the first crystal clear episode. Now, I know some of you jokers may be thinking, Greggie is doing a comedy bit to explain away one of the podcast recordings being messed up, and the Doughboys, But for Michigan gang are too lazy to re-record for something that probably isn't going to go anywhere. You couldn't be more wrong. To prove it, I'm going to check back in in a few minutes. If all of your listeners are being very good, very sweet, and everyone promises to vote for Doughboys, But for Michigan in the Buttscast Poscats contest, I will make the audio better for you. The ball's in your court, listener. Don't make the same mistake again.
2: But anyway, now uh, Hogan's Heroes is on. And I gotta say, I gotta say, (laughs) being a prisoner of
1: war isn't that hard. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it's quite fun. I'm gonna go turn
2: my furnace off.
1: Oh, okay. One sec. Yeah, I was gonna say, you're a little fuzzy, but... Yeah, I
2: I have it blasting right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Rocco has a roaring fire going. My furnace may pop on while we're recording, but I'm... I'm just not going to care, because there's not a lot I can do about (laughs) it.
2: Yeah. So it's been been three months since I think we we last talked, right?
1: I know, yes. It's been three months. Oh, uh, it feels like yesterday. Exactly. And the losers and uh, the haters that are our listeners uh, voted for (laughs) the other podcast, (laughs) and I I have not forgiven them yet. I'm pretty pissed off about it. I'm really raw.
3: I'm not going to forgive them.
1: Yeah, so it's like, should we even try? Like, why did why did Rocky go turn off his furnace?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like the shittier we make this, the better chances we are going to have to win. For some reason.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, they voted for those other terrible podcasts, so obviously <laughs> that's what they want.
3: Well, I don't think. I, I mean, I just I just feel like no, one one good one got through.
1: Oh <laughs>
2: <not> really?
3: <laughs> my
2: show, my my uh, my co-host. Didn't even show up. Yeah, you got so, you got kind yeah. of
4: fucked. I, w- I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't trying closed
3: to closed on mine. Uh, cast aspersions on the other podcast. I was just saying. I just. Fe- I just feel that maybe. Maybe I should just shut up.
1: No, I, I, you're right. The the listeners have not been very discerning so far. They've made a lot of bad no, choices. Oh. With one with one exception that I've heard about, I haven't heard the podcast. But uh.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is this is the guys from Doughboys, but from Michigan, uh, saying to all the listeners, please, when you're voting, please vote Michigan
1: or don't. I mean, or I don't, don't, don't care yeah. anymore. I'm pissed off. I mean, this
3: is just fun to do.
1: Vote yeah, Michigan, fun vote to do. Open.
3: Rocco, are you eating yet? Yeah. Okay. So what did you get? I got a chicken gyro with fries. Nice,
2: it's good choice. I'm doing something. From, from where I though? If I to Leo's? Yeah,
0: he's going to be mad at this. <laughs>
2: what about what? I'm so, just I'm just upset that you guys are at that you guys have so many uh, Coney Islands near where you live. Yeah, yeah. I had have, I have a drive-through one by me now. That's what good, I went to. Good fucking lord. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Anyway, closest well, um, one to me is in is in East Lansing, and you have to pay to park so I did not go. All right.
1: Looking over all of the listeners, it seems as though some of you are still holding out and you're saying, no, I'm not going to vote for Doughboys Buffer Michigan. Uh, But a lot of you, I would say the vast majority, are being very good and very sweet and you've learned your lesson. So I'm going to make the audio a little better to make everyone happy. If you are not going to vote for us, just please, you can't listen to this. Turn it off from here on out and uh, go vote for, you know... Whatever dumb uh, alternative there is, uh, but if you're gonna vote for Doughboys, but for Michigan, uh, continue listening to this beautiful crystal clear sound. Some yeah.
2: guys busted in on Hogan's Heroes and they have like the <laughs> swastikas <laughs> on their arm, and it's oh, very, no. it's very jarring
3: oh. to see on some these. guys yeah. with swastikas. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder no. what group they align themselves with.
2: What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be, be crazier if you were side. watching Wishbone and some
3: guys with. <laughs>
1: would not out of Wishbone does yeah.
3: mine comp <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: How about you, Jay? Are you got some uh conies or something? Yeah, I got two
3: conies. Uh I got two conies from uh Leo's Coney Island.
1: We even have Leo's and Flint. They they've come all this way. Leo's is the big dog. You Can know, you it used
0: to be one like Red Hots or something. What? Red Hot. There was one there was a different one that was like I feel like there was like three of them by me and now they're all gone. It was like red hot Leo's or something. I like that. Or Red Hot uh, Coney Island.
2: Yeah, you weren't allowed there after 10 p.m., right? (laughs) When you were a kid? Yeah, they they said it changed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's like beads that come down on the doors like after 10 p.m. (laughs) Like Uh the old VHS or the old video rental places
1: sure to order cook in the back he like uh carves the hot dogs the <laughs> that's why you can't go back there with your kid
2: there's some there's some weird sound effects when he
1: assembles your your county.
3: hey you know what the election what? happened between our two podcasts
1: oh right yeah and you're welcome uh yes we did turn the tide
3: uh you're welcome
1: <laughs>
3: america we did it all right it was us
1: but, you know, the the voters, <laughs> they didn't see it that way. <laughs> they didn't. Of the, of the competition. Of the
3: cast Network The
1: cast, yes. They screwed up and they voted for these other podcasts when we were the ones that helped Biden across the finish line. Practically carried him. I he didn't
3: want him. to. He didn't want right. to come across the finish line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rocco picked him up under his arm and just <laughs> pulled him across. Just dragged, kicking and stre- screaming.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. I can speak for all of us when I say... uh Sorry, Sarah Huckabee, saying
1: <laughs> Well said. Thank you.
2: Rudy Giuliani's going to be uh, in Lansing tomorrow. Oh, cool. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm going to be at work, so I'm not huh.
3: going to like... Changes my plans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So are you guys now, eating I... anything, Greggy? You got anything?
1: It's...
3: Oh,
2: Speaking do of... I? Yeah. Speaking of brown dip drippings, let's get into...
3: Uh... <laughs>
1: No, I'm trying to be a good diet boy lately. I I did not go to uh, Coney Island tonight. I thought about it. I was like, you know, it's a good excuse. (laughs) I mean, Mitch and and Nick Weiger, they do this all the time. (laughs) I could, uh, you know, I could use the podcast as an excuse, but then I decided to be good and not do it. You decided you
0: weren't going to get thousands of dollars for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. If, if. If people don't vote for this one and it's because I didn't get the food, you should say so so that I get in big trouble. JR and Rocco and Mitch will be very pissed off at me.
2: Oh, my gosh. I I didn't get the food either, but it's not my show.
1: (laughs) Right. It's my (laughs) show. I'm the boss of it, and so I should have gotten the food. I apologize. Technically, we probably should have talked about something else because the first time we did talk about Coney Dogs. Yeah, but it's so
2: good. I had Jets (laughs) recently. Do we want to talk about Jets? (laughs) Yeah. The jets
1: by me has been closed for the last couple of weeks. Oh, I, man. Maybe their staff all got COVID or something. I could be. Like, Honestly,
2: wouldn't doubt it. Yeah.
3: Best get Jets. Is that what it is?
2: Yeah. Life is short. Eat, pizza. Pizza. Eat pizza. best. Eat <laughs> get yeah. Jets. Jets. Everybody
3: knows that song. Yeah, man. That's uh, stuck in my head as much as 1 800 Call Sam. <laughs>
2: The best one is uh msu federal credit union
3: is that i don't know that one
2: msu federal credit union oh wow. we've got your best interest
1: at heart
3: okay i remember that last part that's it though
1: yes that's really clever when you know it's so clever it's so clever i love it the Somebody's best
3: good. one is
2: jb robinson's the one's like jb yeah. jb
0: robinson's uh, jb robinson's jb robinson's <laughs>
1: The one that I always would sing to annoy my brother and sister when I was a kid uh, was uh, the the two great lazy boy chairs.
2: <laughs> one great, great low great price. price. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that that unlocked something. For me.
3: Uh, two great <laughs> lazy boys.
1: <laughs> one. I'm um, dying.
3: I love it so much.
2: Yeah.
1: What's the, uh, I tried to find that on YouTube recently, and I couldn't find it. I wanted it oh. so bad.
3: Speaking of this stuff, though, like this is why Detroiters was like, so big. is because of those commercials. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's the whole deal with that show. It, uh, did,
2: it did capture a certain
1: element to local commercials right, right. especially in, in michigan relatable uh, how about this one this is a flint specific you guys may not know this but thank you halo burger mm-hmm. for the great big taste <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> On Earth.
2: our halo burger locations in lansing all, all shut down which is such a bummer so now whenever yeah. i go up to like like take uh 75 north i, I will occasionally stop in flint for a halo burger yeah, I hell hope yeah. you do
1: it four that's times right. a month because seven days without well, a Halo burger that's makes right. one week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little thing.
4: <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome to Handy Warhol's Hand. I am Handy Warhol, and I'm here today to discuss the wonderful world of the hand with a very special guest. Won't you please join me today in welcoming award-winning actor, Kristen Stewart, to the show. Kristen, thank you so much for being here with us today.
5: Thank you for having me, Andy.
4: It's, uh, you know, it's wonderful to see you again. I think, uh, you know, as you may remember, uh, I think we first met at David Geffen's house at one of his, uh, fantastic parties. I recall. I think we got into a passionate and deep discussion about Marlon Brando's hands—the great Marlon Brando—about how lyrical and defining they were, and the way that he would use them uh, in his, uh, you know, in his, in his many roles. Do you, do you take inspiration from Brando's performances? Perhaps utilize them in your own uh, performances? Maybe. Oh, absolutely. You know. I'm
5: actually glad you're bringing this up. Um, I don't know if I ever told you, but that conversation um, actually was kind of the inspiration for the first, I guess you would call it a poem, um, and what has evolved into sort of an anthology in progress of sorts about the power of the human hand. Um, The the working title is uh, uh, Intertwined. But you know, it's it's uh, still very much a work in progress at, at this point. Uh, but to get back to your question, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brando had such an influence on my own. Uh, you know, gesticulative craft. Um, he's got these hands, and they just they're they're uh, so commanding and yet restrained. Um, has, there's a scene of him in Apocalypse Now where he's just scooping water and he's uh, yeah he's splashing it all he's using his hands and he's splashing it all over his face and he's running his hands over his bald head and I was just you know I was just so struck by that as an artist um and and you know would just sit in front of the mirror and and try to recreate that moment with my own with my own hands uh, trying to get it right um but you know what I ended up realizing was that my hands aren't Brando's hands and my head isn't Brando's head, and, and I, you know, I got to find my own hand voice, and that was just a.
4: Wow, that, yeah, that's amazing you bring up that scene because, uh, you know, I've, I'm close friends with uh, Francis Ford Coppola, and uh, he he, uh, he he does talk about that scene, at extent on occasion, uh, when, you know they were focusing on on his face and on his head. And, uh, and couple of made sure to, to focus on his hands too, which is just, oh, it's a marvelous moment in cinema. You know, I was sitting in the theater giggling to myself the first time I saw it. I was like, you you geniuses. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, uh the Brando's the master, you know, he's the old master. Like, rest in peace. God bless his soul, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of acting, uh, you know, you, you, you famously won the, uh, mtv movie award for best kiss four years consecutively 2009 to 2012 that is quite the prestigious award it's uh, you know the hands are very important when kissing someone someone's paramour someone's lover you know whether you're holding them close in a hug or, or cradling their face gently i recall my first wife shelly would kiss me with such passion and vigor i would find myself using my hands to brace myself against her she was coming at me so powerfully the last things did not end well for us you know a light that burns twice as bright burns half as long sometimes right you know it happens how do you how do you occupy your hands when kissing uh kirsten if if, if i may oh kristen sorry if i do may be so bold uh blast from the
5: past uh there yeah Um, 2012 remember uh, those days yeah yeah I i am I am a very passionate person, and I think a lot of that comes through my hands in these moments. you know my, my, my hands are really responding to the story of the kiss, whether it's as a professional or even in my own relationships and you know like it might sound silly um, you know but you look at back at some of those kisses you won and it's like, you know. It, it, gripping the back of Robert's neck pulling him in um and, and, and then there's one where I'm just kinda just let them let them sit limply at my sides and just let my neck and mouth do the do the heavy lifting you know um and, and they were two different kisses in two different situations and they required different hand work um I think it's the same in my personal life you know so you you know that I try to be a private person when it comes to my love life um
4: it's, I mean, you say that, but anyway, c- c- please continue.
5: Yeah, you know that I'm a fiercely private person with my love life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, what I can say is that is that I never give the same hand twice with someone I love. You know, it's, it's about responding and being there in the moment. Um, you know, whether it's a sort of double fists in the hair situation or kind of one of those um, like vertical forklift where you go under the pits.
4: <laughs> yes, yes, that's a classic move, yeah. Kind
5: of have parallel hands on the shoulder blades, powerful hands on the shoulder blades. Yes. Um, but, but, but for me I think the most intimate hand that I can give a person is I just kinda I just kinda lace my fingers together under their chin and I create a little finger sling with the back of my hands. And I just and I just gently hold their head up while they kiss me. Just kind of using my hands to say, like, I'm, I'm here, I'll support you, you know. I, I, that's, that's, that's my, that's my, my most, my most rare and intimate one, yeah. Wow,
4: that's, that sounds lovely. It's a, uh, it, it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a deeply uh, romantic gesture, I think. It's, 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 there's something deep about it, like, you're, you know, putting your hands all over that person's body and oh boy the places you know the places that they'll go right Mm.
5: yeah no i mean and and, you know it's funny you say that because i think the the one unifying thing in all my kisses is that i do always try to make sure that my hands are ice cold for a good for a good kiss um and that's and that's really all about like the the impact if that makes sense
4: Hmm. you have some of those ice gloves that, that people i see people have sometimes yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I pack. just,
5: um, yeah, put you take the cold packs and I actually, you know, purchased some, some I had them specially made on a from a, from a lovely lady in, on Etsy, um, where it's just ice packs in the shape of gloves, um, so I can because I mean, it's, it's, you know, if you're if you're if you're gonna be engaged in a kiss, you got to commit to that moment, you know, as an actor or as a lover, um, you got to commit to that moment and you got to you got to lay the groundwork, and for me, that's. That's a nice, a nice cold hand that just
4: grips your soul. That was like a that was like a Prince lyric there. I think you were going into. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, the, the purple one, fantastic. R.I.P. again. with so much. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's been it's been said that uh, you know God has given us two hands, one to receive with, and and you know the other to take with. Uh, do, do you think hands offer the ultimate freedom of choice to take or to give? Do you think that's kind of what uh, you know what's going on there as, as far as? Uh... Oh God, handy! I mean, that's that's a great question,
5: um, and I, I do. Yeah, I think. I mean, hands do have that fundamental duality, you know. Um, on the one side, you know they can create art and music, and like, like you see someone like a Marcel Marceau, and the way and the way he uses his hands to create something and, and build boxes and ropes just out of thin air. Um, but on the other hand, you know you, you you look at all the famous stranglers we've had. You know, I I, and I think I think a big part of me you know, maturing as a person uh, and and as an actor um, was, was really trying to master that hand power that defines each of us and, and just waking up every day and choosing art instead of strangulation. Um, You know, one of the pieces I wrote for, for intertwined um, is actually titled hands of darkness um, and it, it touches a lot on this concept, so it's funny that you ask me. Um, and it's, it's obviously inspired by, um, you know, Joseph Comrade's heart of darkness.
4: Um, uh, yes, yeah, you're tying it back around to uh, Apocalypse Now there. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty pretty clever. I know.
5: Very, huh? very important, very important culturally, both. Um, but, you know, instead of sort of that, uh, you know, Western masculine stuff and the, all the racism um, from that work. It's its really just the role of hands, you know, as as they shape human nature. And I think that that's um, a powerful and important, important uh, message.
4: I don't know, for sure. You know, it's a, it is a message that we want to get out to the world, that, uh, you know, there's nothing to fear. And um, it's, you know... It, you were talking about the, we are talking about the reciprocal relationship between um, people and how uh, when you touch someone, not only are you experiencing that sensation, but they are experiencing the sensation of you touching them too, right? So it's the take and the give. It's the natural sort of harmony between people. Um, it's, you know, whether you're shaking someone's hand or giving them a nice back massage, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, it can be you know, it's communication, form of communication in so many different ways it's, it's just fabulous yes, now, speaking of beautiful in the uh, 1968 Bernardo Bertolucci film uh, Flower of Corrine there's a, a famous scene where the elderly protagonist runs his fingers through his teenage lover's blonde hair and exclaims this is what heaven must be like do you think our sense of touch is, is one of the most important like the the feeling of sand, the grit of sand, the smooth polished wood of a table, the uh, fur of a small kitten. It's also visceral and enjoyable. Would you, do you think that that's uh do you think our sense of touch is, is is the most important one?
5: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I would I would even go so far as to say touch is the most uh, important sense and and the hands are you know, just this beautiful conduit for all that, you know, and it's, um, it's, it's meditative, you know, I just, um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll just, it might sound weird, but I'll just take a can of shaving cream and spray out like a big, a big, you know, sort of glob of dollop on my, on my left palm. And then I'll just sort of slowly, slowly close my fist around it and just let it, you know, squish out, you know, between the fingers and, and just being in the sense experience of that. And, and that, that's, that's how I meditate, you know? And, and, uh...
4: It doesn't sound like, uh... It doesn't sound like there's much meditation going on. What's that uh, sound in the, in the background there, Kristen?
5: Oh, well, um, I actually invited some friends to stay. You know, it's lonely, it's COVID. Um, True. Yeah. So, so we're having a bit of a quarantine party. I apologize for the background noise.
4: Oh, it's okay. It's it's fine. We're we're, we're very thankful that you could uh, that you could spend some time with us today. I just have a couple of more uh, couple more quick questions, and then we, you can get back to uh, hosting your oh, no, fabulous party. By by all means. I mean, I'm I'm
5: enjoying having this conversation with you. And, you know, I just. It's 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 not something it's it's such an inspiration for me and it's not something I get asked about a lot so I, I, I appreciate
4: that. You know? Well, that's great. We love to hear that on the show. You know, we, we try to be as uh, unique and uh, uh, you know, and, but flexible, you know, as, as possible here on the show. Um, uh, yeah, a good friend of mine, uh, playwright Sir Marcus Applebaum. I'm not sure if you know Marcus. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, he once said that hands are the expression of the soul. And I really love that quote and I really do think he was onto something there, you know, the pleasantry of, you know, giving someone a high five, you know, you know, when you give someone a high five and you're like, yes, you know, we've, we've cleared up the paperwork on my last divorce so I can move forward with my life. You know, when you, when you high five your, your financial attorneys, uh, you know, it's, uh. Something, yeah, you know, it's, it's the signaling back and forth of warmth, of, of hospitality, right? Uh, what was it like working with Taylor Lautner on the Twilight series? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, it, you know, it's no secret that uh, that Taylor and I are, are good friends. we being good friends, and, and working with him was really just so much fun. Um, you know, I, I I call him the T to my K, and I'm the, <sighs> K, I'm the K to his T. Um, and it was just one of those. I mean, it's just one of those um, really, really special uh, things where a working relationship transcends that working relationship and grows into a real, a real friendship. And and Taylor was really one of those for me. Um, you know, it's it's funny. The first time I met him on set, he was like, "Are you Kristen?" Um, and I was like, "Yeah." And he just he very slowly and and gently rolled his shirt all the way up just to his chin and he looked me in the eye and he said to me i'm taylor and these are taylor's abs wow yeah and and you know some people might hear the story like that and think you know he's so shallow or he's so vain you really have to get to know Taylor. Um, he has a relationship with his abs, a lot like the one I have with my hands. You know, it's, it's deep and it's 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 spiritual, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, Handy, this industry, you know, Handy. Yes, of course. this this industry can
4: be so brutal. Oh and my God, I've seen so many people come and go.
5: Yeah, and I, I just see I see so many people online like. Oh, Taylor's let himself go, or from abs to flabs, or, you know, just put a, put a shirt on, Taylor. You just look like a regular dude now. Um, but, 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 but the truth is, it's really nothing like that. I mean, he just has cultivated a more personal um, and, and private, like myself, relationship with his abs. And I just wish more people understood and respected that
4: no, that that would be you know would be fantastic. I, I have not met Taylor myself, but um, oh, you uh, love him. You
5: love him. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get heavy there. I just no, it's fine. That was I very just, good. I hate to see some of the things people are saying about T. Hey,
4: and that's you know that's that, that, that's that's excellent that you would defend him as as a friend, right? That, that's 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 wonderful. We love we love to hear that on the show. You have to defend your friends out there, people. You know they're the only friends you got.
5: It's scary. It's scary out there. You can't be doing it alone. You know. You yeah, just, exactly. You gotta support each other. Just yeah. like, just like, when you when you weave your fingers together, just under the chin. And yeah. You should. I do that. I do that for Taylor's
4: soul. I think sometimes. Wow. Fantastic. Well, speaking of uh, you know, speaking of working and uh, and being on set, I, I believe you know uh, Clarice Montag, the hand acting coach. Clarice. Yeah. She worked. Uh, she worked on Clouds of Sils Maria with with yourself and uh, Juliette Binoche. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, oh, she's just a wonderful woman. Juliette, oh, she was so great. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I, I really love films about acting. That's why I was really attracted to that movie. Uh, it was. Uh, it was wonderful. I, I love seeing the process, seeing the, the, the grit of the thespian's pain. That gets put out, and uh, you know how was it working with uh, with her on that project, uh, and uh, with the director Oliver? Yes.
5: yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks for asking that. I mean, God, yeah, uh, working with Clarice was just so transformative for my career. Honestly, um, you know, I was I was already a little interested in the you know the art of gesticulation, um, but it's such a such a specific skill set, and and it's it's hard to be self-taught. You know if that makes sense?
4: No, um, oh, of course yes.
5: Yeah, Clarice was. She would. Um, she would have us do. I remember she had us do this one exercise um, when we were on set, where she would. Um, she'd kind of wrap and, and bind our our hands, except for one finger. Um, and then she'd. And then she'd bring over a stage light and she'd set it behind us, and and so like our shadows are cast on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So then she would she would then sort of provide us, she'd give us a motivation. Um, and, and, our, and our task was to express it in, in a single finger shadow puppetry. Uh, and, and man, it was, it was hard and, and, uh, and painful at times. Um, but, but you know, we'd, we'd have our ring fingers out and she'd say, okay, um, you know, you're you're being criticized on on Twitter for having too big of a of a mansion, and you're feeling unfairly maligned. And, and we'd have to you know convey that very complex and relevant experience and feeling um, with, with just the shadow of one finger. And it was very intense. It was very intense. And I, she, she just she she really tapped into that. That deep well of of pain that, as you said, we as thespians carry.
4: Yes, uh, Clarissa, she always called it her uh, her raw power. Uh, that's what she would call it a lot. You know, we had a brief uh, romance in the, 19, in the 90s. You know, so.
5: you know but that doesn't uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yes,
4: she's you know, quite quite uh, you know fascinated and. Uh, And intrigued by the uh, mysteries of of hands, so we were we were quite the pair for a while there. But it didn't work out. It's fine. Uh, uh, You know, but uh, both of your parents are also in the uh, entertainment business as well. You know, your father is a producer, your mother is a writer-director. Do you think? Do you think that their professions maybe had a hand in you becoming an actor, possibly? You know, you know I, hear, I, you know,
5: I hear a lot about this um, and, and I think it's honestly a, kind of a, a you know, a, a boring topic at this point, um, like I, 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 you know, I had the parents I had and what people don't get is that that is not something I think about in the way that other people seem to for some reason. It, like who cares? You know we all we all come from somewhere, right? and I don't I just I guess I just don't get the thing where you know, my parents being rich or you know connected in the industry or you know growing up in a million dollar home in Hollywood Hills matters to people, you know as you know, I've said it, you know, you know no, I should you know you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, you know, as an actor, I actually think. It was a hindrance Ooh. to me having the parents I had, because like I, I didn't have the kinds of things to sort of draw from emotionally that a lot of other actors do have.
4: Like like a troubled childhood.
5: Or... Yeah, I mean, any trouble. I mean, I, I just I just didn't have you know challenges or struggles growing up. <laughs> wow. And and so really I had to work a lot harder than most to sort of figure out how to convey that stuff on the screen and I mean that's just the opposite of privilege if you think about it you know I've I've had to manufacture so much suffering to to feel like an authentic artist and I don't you know I don't get into this very much because I don't know how it'll come across but it's been really hard for me
4: Um, oh, I, I understand yeah it's the
5: thing people don't talk about is how growing up you know in in the one percent can make you like a just a fundamentally really boring person because everything's really easy for you um and then and then you have to do the work for the rest of your life of trying to be interesting every day of your life um and and you know I think I think honestly probably that's that's a big part of why I got so weird about hands.
4: Well, you know, I really want to thank you for uh, for spending some time with us today. Kristen Stewart, it was a pleasure talking to you about hands. Uh, you're just, you're looking fantastic these days too, as ever. I can't wait till the next time we see each other. We had to do this over, over this Skype thing, so, yeah. I
5: know, I know, well, you know, you know I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you again, Handy. Um, hopefully we can have another... Uh... D-G-S-Y-P, you know, uh, yeah. D- D- David Geffen super yacht party. <laughs> that would be um, fantastic.
4: You know. I really look forward to it. I, re- I miss David, too. Oh, his laugh. His laugh. Oh, boy.
5: Just the just, uh, first th- first thing I'm going to do when I get the vaccine is going to be that.
4: It's going to be that. G-F-S-Y-P. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I look forward to that for sure. Thank you for joining us and to- Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And uh, remember, you know, keep, uh, keep looking at your hands and take care of your hands, everybody. Good night. Bye.